There we go. Hello, hello, Stephen Bird here today. Um, from Birds Real Choices, we're gonna do a part two on stroke survivors from a female perspective. Before we get started, I'ma say as I always say, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a counselor, just real people having real conversation. Today's guest is Cheryl. Cheryl is a stroke survivor and she's also what, paralyzed? Yeah. From a spine paraplegic from a spinal cord injury but when I did part one she hit me up and said Stephen I have something I want to say and I was most certainly obliged to give her this air time so I'm going to introduce y'all to Cheryl. Cheryl how you doing? Hi I'm Cheryl Covington and I am a stroke survivor and doing well. <laughs> That's what's <laughs> up. Um, Before we get into this I want everybody to know I know Cheryl from years back and before we started this uh, conversation, this episode, we sat here and we talked about old times and where we have come in our life and the roads, the roads we have traveled. And but we're here. Yes. You know, yes. and that's the main thing. We're here, and we we've been able to sit down and do this episode. So, sure. My first question is: Having your stroke, did you know you was having it? The first few seconds I didn't know, but instantly I could tell that the dizziness that I had was not as when I have like a low blood sugar. So I, I just immediately said, this is not low blood sugar, this is something else. And then right after that, my face felt like a calamity, sweat, cold, and just went numb the whole left side. But since I'm a paraplegic, I didn't know about the lower half, but mm -hmm. my face, my arm, I just kept hitting it and, you know, just pushing my face up. So <laughs> I didn't want it to get like, you know, somehow some stroke victims is, you know, it distorts their, um, um, the way they look. And I just kept hitting my face and praying and praying. And I was able to get to the, the hospitals because I live across the street from the hospital. Okay. So, but it, I had just had a doctor's visit and they told me my cholesterol was up and I had just started the cholesterol medicine too. And then I had the stroke. So I can't say it was what, what pinpointed it, uh -huh. you know, but I can say if you are a woman or a male, get knowledge on these things, especially if you're, you know, of a certain age, uh -huh. but it doesn't, you know, you know, it could happen at any age. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's true. So by you knowing it and, and you'd have been through this as a paraplegic, um, what difficulties did it bring you as further wide as in your everyday routine? Even now that, you know, you are doing a lot of progress and stuff. You know, what challenges did, did that bring to you? Well, um, when it first happened, you know, I couldn't touch my nose. The little, little yeah, things you're that, telling me about yeah, that. Yeah, the things that they give you to do. But after I got home, I noticed when I went to pick up things, and, and this is still happening, that my arm shakes. Um, it still feels like it's, can't quite pinpoint, but it's like a, like it need to be massaged okay. out. It's tight still tightness there and to certain to, not every time but if I go to pick up something 
I shake on the way back or okay. or putting something down with my left hand, with my left arm because mine happened in the right brain. So um, I could not transfer. I didn't have the strength to transfer into my chair, whereas before I could transfer on my own. Mm-hmm. Get up! I didn't. I don't need nobody to help me transfer. So doing that and just driving. Um, now I will not be taking no. 10-hour drives like Mm -hmm. I used to. Mm -hmm. I don't think I could drive that far. I haven't even taken a two-hour drive. I've rode, but not me driving myself, not that far. So I think that slowed me down. Okay, okay. Um, Before, you know, we started this episode, me and you sat down and we talked. We did some catching up. But one of the things that we talked about was very very interesting to me is your support system, your caretaker. And you was telling me that your caretaker was your husband. Yes. And you also was telling me that your husband ended up having a stroke too. Yeah. So elaborate on that a little bit for us. Yeah, after I got home, I, I got home from the hospital. Well, first of all, I had the stroke October the 17th. And I got home, I think it was October the 30th, somewhere around there. And um, that following like about a week later mm-hmm. November the 7th he had a stroke and so you know he's went through his but his was a little worse he's been my number one caretaker so for me what I turned around and did when he got home he kind of settled down and was like sitting like like okay I can't do nothing and I was like what are you doing get up mm-hmm. you you know I said you can't let this thing happen we got to help each other because okay. I still need him to help me okay and my caretaker and he is actually doing that now. Okay. You know, okay. but if if you if you have the right people around you to encourage you, you know, yes, you can your limbs will stop if you stop using them. Okay. Yeah. And and that's what he was doing. He wasn't trying to use that limb. I'm like, uh-huh, get up. Use it. Sit up. And he would sit up because he was starts hunching over. And I'm like, sit up straight. My caretaker. I need you to help me. Okay. You know, and so he did that. And now me and him both help each other. And we're both stroke survivors. And he still okay. is my caretaker. And okay. I'm his caretaker. Hey, praise God. Praise yes, God. This yes. is a mouthful of work. So, you know, and I want my audience to know, my people that listen, is that one thing about <clears throat> strokes is that I guess I talked to people my mom suffered from self from several strokes and i think that very few people have the option or the opportunity to understand when they're having strokes the knowledge and i think that comes with knowledge because i've learned that a lot of us is not just good stewards with our own care you know we'll go to doctors and we'll listen to what the doctors say part-time but uh, Health care is more than going to the doctor. Yes, it's it about you doing the leg work and understanding your body and understand how your body works and what your body needs. Yes, to yes, take it care. is. Because I, I do go to the doctor and and I thank God for doctors. But sometimes some of the, the things that they prescribe you may <laughs> not be what you need. May not be what you need to that. And um, I, I had a doctor a while, a good while back, that prescribed me some medicine and told me to take it at night. He said, and they're going to make you sleepy. So I asked him, am I going to wake up? 
you know, because he gave me three medicines, and I was like, take this at night. This won't make me sick. Take. I said, am I going to wake up? I said, I'm not taking this junk at night. I'll try it out in the daytime. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, you got to be knowledgeable yeah. about you. You know, one of, one of the things I'm a, I'm a true believer, and I'm going to go a little, little off topic right here, is when I listen to people talk about universal health care, they talk about the reason I don't want it is because I'm going to lose my doctor. And my mind automatically tell me, if I've been in with the same doctor for 20 years and I get the same problem, I might need to lose this doctor. Yes, yes. There you go. You know, I believe that. I was in the hospital, off target, in the hospital, got out of the hospital. They wanted me to go to the doctor to get blood work. Well, the lady couldn't get the blood work. You know, I said, well, she ain't sticking me no more. My sister said, well, okay, I'll bring you back tomorrow. I said, for what? They should have got the blood when I was there at the hospital. I'm not coming back. You know, I'm out the hospital. I didn't see the reason for this blood work. And mm-hmm. I just got out the hospital. So and she can't get it on my arm, so I'm going to come back yeah. and let her. No, sometimes you have to listen to your own body and know you're, you're right. Yeah. You, yeah. you have to know. Some medicines, you just because they give it to you until you take, you need to look it up. Yeah. Yeah. See what you know. See what interactions they have. You can read if you can read. Look it up. Yeah. Cause I'd be like, I ain't taking this. <laughs> I went to the doctor and they said, Oh, this is doing better. You're taking the medicine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> change it. Change the way you eat. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of it. It's changed the way yeah. you eat. You know, um, like I said, my mom suffered from several strokes, and I do know that it runs in my family. So I'm not ignorant to the fact to my history of my family tree that we die from strokes and heart attacks and cancer and stuff. Right. You know, that's a legacy that was given to me. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I was like the like the knowledge of all of this growing up. Mm-hmm. You know, right. if we knew we might have done things different. Right. So now that we're older these things come upon us and it's like a shock but there's no excuse because we're older and we right. can do a lot of stuff we can read and comprehend stuff for ourselves so stuff is there it's available yes listen at you and what you went through and, and also to what your husband went through as far as why just being stroke survivors <clears throat> talking to you and talking to chubby i realized one of y'all main things and I guess just for everybody, or most of the people, is the support team. Yes, it is. You you got to have a good. It helps you heal. Mm-hmm. The human touch helps you heal. You know we need this in our life. So if you got somebody saying, "Oh, you ain't gonna walk no more," I'm, I'm tell you another thing. My husband had to have a surgery on his on the arm that works right. Mm-hmm. He had to have surgery on his right arm. Well, I told him, I said, well, now you're going to have to start walking because he was using a walker. Mm-hmm. I said, you're going to have to use the cane. He said, okay, because mm-hmm. he could, mm-hmm. you know, but got around faster with the walker. Mm-hmm. So I told him, you're going to have to start using the cane. And so when he did, so it's about a month, I said, okay, you're getting ready to get that thing off. Now I said, you better not go back to that I'm walker. <laughs> and he told me, well, it helped me, guys, and you better not go back yeah, to that walker. We ain't going walk. backwards. And so one day I come home and I ain't see the walker no more. He had to put it up. Okay. Oh, know? praise God. Like, why praise would you go God. back to it? You've been yeah. using the cane. Yeah. yeah. We ain't going back to no yeah. walker. We ain't going, going back. We go back to the walker. Next back. thing, you ain't going to need the cane. Yeah. You know? We're going forward. We ain't going right. backwards. You yeah. know? But we, we'll get in our mind, is that, okay, 
you're supposed to go back to the walker because mm -hmm. this is what I was using. I just had to, no. That's a step backwards, honey. That's backwards, that's backwards. Because, you know, he said it, then I was like, why would you go back to it? Yeah. I didn't understand that, but if you got, like me, encouraging him. Yeah. You know, if he would have been there by himself, he might have went, went back, back to, to the walk. But that's what I, he knew. Yeah. That's what he knew. And I'm like, oh, no, you're not going yeah. back to that thing. Out of it, you know. <laughs> I can hear you coming. <laughs> so, yeah, you yeah. know, we got to have a good support system. I've, he's always been my support system since my accident. And, you know, God has put so, I, I just got a whole new family. That's good. You know, and he has put so many people in my life that I have one girl that always say, you know, you never go lacking of nothing. You, when you think you had the people right there in order to just come do it for you, you know, whatever you need done. And you do a lot of things for different people, you know, and I do whatever mm -hmm. I can do. I, I used, I was in them streets with this car mm -hmm. when I was doing the, um, counseling with the children all over. If you needed to go to IGA, I'd come take you to IGA. I just wouldn't come out at night. I mean, I'm through. Yeah. I'm in the house yeah. at night. <laughs> yeah. Doing the day you can get me. So, and I want to get back to that. So that's what I'm, I'm aiming. That's my goal. That, that's that's good. That's good to know, Cheryl. Um, I want my listeners to know, like I said earlier, that me and Cheryl go a long ways back. It's not like we didn't know each other, but Prior to this episode, like I said, we were sitting down talking, and we reintroduced ourselves to one another because the sure that I knew and the Steve that she knew was two totally different people. And now we're meeting for the first time yes, all over yes, again. Yes. And so, um, Cheryl, I'm going to tell you, meeting you has been a true pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to end this, but um, the podcast only give us 20 minutes, and me and Sheridan decided to talk for about 30 minutes before we did this episode because it was really good catching up with her. I'm sure, like I asked most of my uh, guests, tell the people something to take them out with. Always set goals for yourself. Always encourage yourself. And take care of your health. You know, look into it. If something's wrong, don't wait and say, oh, it's just a little bump or this or that. You know, mm -hmm. take care of you so you can take care of others. I think we are to be a service to each other. Caretakers. Yeah. Yes, caretakers. That's what we are. And I believe that's the way God would allow it, you know. Okay. You know, I, I, I think that's what he wants us to do, service one another, love one another. Okay. That's that. That's great because um, one thing about birds, birds' real choices is that I myself understand the power of God. I myself understand the power of His words. I wouldn't be able to do this without His guidance and leadership, without His grace and mercy upon me. So, for the listeners of Birds' Real Choices, I want y'all to take one thing away from this episode. <clears throat> We place God first in our lives. Yes. We do nothing without the strength, the knowledge, and the understand 
or God himself. So, people, we love y'all. This is Stephen Bird with Birds Real Choices. My guest, Cheryl. This episode was part two of Stroke Survivors. We hope we can help someone. And I'm going to give y'all a little snippet that in the future, I'm hoping to have Cheryl back when we can go live with videos of Birds Real Choices. Once we set it up for this, I can assure you that my listeners, you will meet Cheryl live. <laughs> so Cheryl, we done made a promise to the people. We're going to see you live. See you live. <laughs> this is Stephen Birds for Birds Real Choices. We love y'all. Take care. Peace out.